Minus three is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it. Must be 21 or older. Minus three with Dave Damashek. Hi, hello, sports fans. Welcome to Minus Three, presented as always by Omaha. Real quick, right off the top, Jacksonville at KC. Chiefs laying eight and a half, total 52. Gents, Eagles, home team laying seven and a half there. Hmm, feels a little low to me. 48 is your total. Bungles, Bills in Buffalo. Should it be or should it be at a neutral site? They're going to play it up there in Western New York. Bills laying four and a half. That seems a little high to me. Total on that one, 50. But first and foremost, muzzle tough to our pal, Eddie Spaghetti there behind the glass on high. I'm, I, I can't believe he's he, he's out. He's positively out of his pants right now. He's got uh, his rags playing good puck. His gents went into one of the two Twin Cities and uh, and emerged victorious there. We told you that that would happen. And he put a ring on it. He finally gave his beloved Jada the ring that she had wanted for so long. Nay, that they both wanted to forge their union for all of time. Eddie Spaghetti, how are you? Best weekend of your life? It's a pretty good weekend. Uh, it's a really good stretch. I'm hoping that uh, next week doesn't follow me with a, a Rangers losing streak and a Giants massive loss. But things right now hmm. are very good in all facets of life. But yeah, glad to finally get over the hump. Get done with the engagement. Um, Giants, I know I've been saying. <laughs> done with it. Don't, you shouldn't put it like that. Well, talk about like talk, you should talk about like it was a special. It was a special moment for me. Oh, it that's was how awesome. you have to talk about it. Don't say get it over. With. No, it was more so just like it was dangling over my head for quite a while. And it, it feels uh, <laughs> that doesn't make it feels it great. You're not letting me finish. It, it, it just something that was looming. And I meant it in a positive sense. And we, you know, we've been together okay. for quite a while and we just wanted to move on to the next phase. So I'm glad I could like finally exhale. It feels like a boot is like mm-hmm. lifted off my chest, but it was an awesome <laughs> night. It was such a great <laughs> night. It was a great, everything went okay. out perfectly. We had a great time. She was thrilled, which is the only thing that matters. Loves the ring. Um, the families are both very, very happy. And uh, yeah, to the cherry on top uh, being the Giants. Uh, winning, winning a game that I thought they would win. A lot of people did pick the Giants and uh, they got it done. And I know I've been saying it, everything they do this year is gravy because you're going from a four-win uh, last place team to now um, an above 500 team that makes the playoffs and you have the coach of the future, prop, most likely the quarterback of the future. Um, so uh, everything is as good as could be. Ah, well, good for you. I know everybody in Staten Island in the, in the uh, pasta home was uh, was surely celebrating watching that one as you were here on the left coast. Yeah, see, this is it's proof. Get into the playoffs. You don't know what's going to be. You don't know what's going to happen. The Ravens almost beat the Bungles. They really had a great shot to do it. The Jags rally back. These curmudgeons who can play. Yes, you want to have winning records. You want to be in the postseason. You just don't know how it's going to break. And I don't think it's crazy to think that the Giants could be playing in the title game. I could absolutely see that going down. I could see them heading over to San Francisco. Or how about this? What if they go down to Dallas for the title game? These things are in play. Um, You know, we're talking to you before Dallas plays Tampa, so that'll be embarrassing if the Bucs win, and I think that's certainly um, in play. But, uh, but yes, Jada is uh, is dynamite, and uh, you're – I don't have to tell you – um, you're very fortunate. I just though don't buy into when when fellas come at you with like boy when because you share pictures of her and she's lovely to look at and everything else when people are like you outkicked your coverage. No, because you know the other side of that is that she then pooch punted and you don't want to insult yourself. But you say it was hanging over your head. I can't imagine something hanging over your head worse than that hat you're wearing right now. Your bucket hat, your proud New York Giants bucket hat. Make sure you find video of Eddie Spaghetti in that. Jada, may, I hope she doesn't see it because she may retract or she may give you back your ring. Meantime, before we get to our guy, uh, one of our favorites and uh, a great opportunity to the app with him with uh, with my favorite weekend in sports upcoming here, the divisional round, Jeff Schwartz from Jeff Schwartz is smarter than you and Fox Sports and all the rest of it. Um, <clears throat> we'll uh, we'll break down all uh, all things divisional round in just a second here. Uh, quickly, though, thinking of the gang back in Pittsburgh, shout out to the old man. Here's why sports matter. 
very quickly because I've been going back and forth with Pittsburgh people who want to turn the local pro football team there, the Steelers, into some sort of transactional relationship with like, I have expectations about what they need to do. Listen, it's great to be in the playoffs. It's great to to win the Super Bowl. Every year is not going to win, is not going to be covered in glory as you would like it to be. But I'm talking to my old man who's infirmed. He's in the hospital now. He is really having a hard time, you know, focusing on things that would be um, mundane for anybody, let alone uh, a guy who at the height of his powers was a brilliant doctor and, and, and everything else. But I get him on the phone the other day and my mother, you know, old Mo is telling me like, boy, he's struggling to read the clock these days. And my sister Debbie is there and shout out to to her and sister Amy and everybody else who's uh, who's pitching in to, to help him out right now back there the family but i'm talking to the old man he's really like i'm getting these reports like just be prepared and talking to him he's you know he's with each day he's having a hard time to focus i get him on the phone and he immediately jumps into like boy the pens got to get their three defensemen back when's latang coming back because i they're not going to make the playoffs and hey Pitt's playing good basketball they're going to make the tournament sports matter because somehow whether it makes sense to you or not they resonate they're a point of connection you reflect back on the good times i send him a bunch of videos of old games because those are meaningful to him for all of his great deeds as a professional and all the lives he helped and everything. It matters to him to be able, he's a big Red Sox guy. So I sent him game seven of the ought for ALCS against your Yanks, Eddie Spaghetti. And I sent him meaningful pit basketball games when they won the big East against Syracuse back in 88 and so on and so forth. Sports matter. They allow you to reflect back, connect with the people who you were watching with, and they give you something to look forward to. If it doesn't end in a in a, a Super Bowl or in a title, that's okay. They they give you something to connect with the people in your life that matters. That's why sports matter. Not whether or not you, your favorite football team is going to fire the offensive coordinator or, or if the head coach doesn't win enough for you that they're going to get rid of him. I have expectations. I'm a fan. Shut up is what I say to you. Anyhow, I'm sorry, that, that turned dark right at the end there. I didn't mean it to, to get cross with that. But people, I think, are not, understanding the importance that sports provides to us on an emotional level. It's not just looking at the numbers and what your record is every year. Anyway, sorry to go off on a tangent there. It's just been on my mind a little bit. Okay, let's get to some divisional round preview and some reaction to what we just saw in the wild card round with our guy, Jeff Schwartz. Let me squeeze in a quick break here. Have you been betting with Caesar Sportsbook and Casino app? If so, good job. Keep it up because every bet earns with Caesar's rewards. That means win or lose, you're getting closer to amazing perks like game tickets, free stays, bonuses, and more. And if not, well, when you do get started, your first bet is on Caesars. Register with promo code Omaha Full and place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, congratulations. If you don't, you'll get your stake back as a free bet, 21 and over. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. New users and first $10 plus wager only. Must register with an eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum Bet credit $1,250 must be used within 14 days of receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem, Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call one 800 9 with it. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. 
Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, we're celebrating Eddie Spaghetti's all-time great weekend. And who better to join the party than one of our all-time favorites? He's a Shecky Award winner and, of course, a part-time co-host slash guest. I don't know what you want to call him. Let's call him a dear friend. He is the host of Jeff Schwartz is Smarter Than You. It's Jeff Schwartz. What's the poop, fella? Uh, glad to be here. A wonderful weekend of NFL action. You know, it's, it's intense. Only five games so far as we're recording this, but they're five intense games. Like, it feels different than a normal weekend of football. It was fun. One blowout, bunch of close games. Uh, no real big upsets, right? But uh, a lot of fun games nonetheless. Uh, glad to be here talking sports with you, buddy. Well, yes. And uh, and as I mentioned there, Eddie Spaghetti. What a weekend. How would you, from, from afar, yeah. get into his soul, get into his heart? Deep down, is Eddie Spaghetti happier about being engaged? Or that the Giants went into Minnesota and left with a victory and now get oh, the face. Not even the close, Eagles. the Giants. Not even close. The Giants. Trick question, it's wrong answer. Close. It's it, it's that the rags are now in playoff position. True, Eddie Spaghetti? I think I in ter- well, yeah, the Rangers being in play <laughs> position is, is, is probably paramount, but the Giants' victory, even though I kind of expect them to beat the Vikings, I, I do think it's there was a point far. yesterday when they when they won that, when they stopped that Hawkinson play on fourth down, I like literally got down to a knee. My chest was like actually felt like it was compressing, um, like kind of got like misty eyed. <laughs> and I told Jada that, and she was like, You're just you were more emotional with the Giants victory yes. than you were our uh you know handing me the ring. So yes. you know, sports and men, it just <laughs> yes, it's exactly yes. That's the what yes. Your priorities are in place as a as a sports loving fan. Yes. I wonder if would you have given any thought to retracting the engagement had the Giants lost? Or let's say, what if the Rangers and Giants both lost after the engagement? Would you feel obliged to retract that until they could get back on track? Because it would indicate to you that somehow your your bond was was now cursed. Well, I was saying I was making jokes that the Giants did lose, that the ring was conditional. Um, and like the worst possible thing is happening too, because mm. next next Saturday, when the Giants are playing the Eagles at uh it's five Pacific, eight Eastern, literally on her birthday, uh, when her birthday party, like she's having a, a thing and her parents are gonna be in town. And, you know, we're gonna go mm. according to the odds. The Eagles obviously have the better of the, you know, Giants for the first two games of the year, and they're they're gonna be big underdogs. So she's like, you're probably going to ruin my birthday, right? And I was like, yeah, probably going to call me into the room. And like, I'm probably going to be in a really bad mood if they lose this game. Because it's one of those things where I don't care if you just get in the dance. I understand. Four wins last year, just making the playoffs, just being a, you know above 500 is great. One-year turnaround for Brian Dayball and Joe Shane and company. But now that you're in, now you beat the Vikings, and you and then you see how Daniel Jones looks. And you're like, we lost the Eagles twice. I'm not going to do it a third time. Like now I'm like, my brain is firing all cylinders and I need this game. Um, so yeah, it's, it's sports. It's, it's unhealthy, but it's, it's great. This is why the now, Schwartz, work. you're a married man. You know, yes. the rules, you know, you know, the rules Schwartz. you gave her a ring within the past fortnight. Ergo, you're free and clear. You don't even have to go to the birthday party. Correct. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. just to know what the rules I, are. I, I will you're, say you have a long, you have decades, yeah. hopefully, together for like she has to understand here and now this is an important moment in fact the giants are in the playoffs you're you're, you're gonna miss that for a birthday party come on better better set it down now 
Better better <laughs> set a standard here and now at the spaghetti. How say you, Schwartz? It's her fault for having a birthday during football season. That's it's that's her fault. I mean, I agree. It, it is her fault. Like it, that's uh, she didn't have one in football season. You won't you won't have to worry about that. But good, it's a good start, by the way, that she knows that your mood will be dictated over football. You haven't married yet. Like she knows this. She knows that you're going to watch the game no matter what. I've gotten to the point in my marriage. I've been with Meredith now almost 15 years. We married. Uh, who cares? Too long. And um, it uh, like we were we were at dinner this weekend, and I just had my phone out watching football. I'm just like, it wasn't just us two on a date. We were in a group. Of, everyone just knows just Schwartz is going to watch football. Have my phone out there watching on the watching football, conversating, watching football. Like I'm at the point now where I can just watch football during uh, a, a little work function dinner. So you got to get there. I think you're close. It sounds like she knows you, which is good. She knows win or lose. You're going to be in a, in a, in, a, in some sort of mood, uh, but it is it, really technically her fault that she was born in January. A game I came up with many years ago is Guess the Lines, and uh, it's become very popular. Wait, you came worldwide. up with this game? I don't remember, but that's not important right now. <laughs> I guessed as soon as the Giants had had sealed that thing up, and I've been kind of looking at this, and you know, I look ahead to the divisional yeah. round because I remain a snob. Wild card weekend often can be fun, but divisional round remains Correct. in Damashek's book where it's at the Agreed. best weekend of not just pro football, but in sports. Divisional round weekend is my favorite weekend on the sports calendar. So I always want the best possible matchups. And I thought Chargers at Chiefs, and we'll get to that in a second, would have been better than Jags. But I want to talk about that. But I was thinking, boy, Giants-Eagles, because you talked to uh, a point I've repeated many times. in my From a distance, I always assumed, because it's so hyped, that Cowboys v. Washington – is the biggest rivalry and may in the in the NFC East or maybe Giants and Cowboys or whatever or Philly and Dallas but it's always Dallas but if you ask Giants fans and Eagles fans they always say oh no it's that one we're only an hour train ride apart and we hate each other and proximity creates hatred and all that kind of stuff Everybody says that. So this is a great rivalry game, first of all. So I wanted that. And if and, and at the time of this recording, we don't know what the other NFC game is going to be. But fingers crossed. Come on, let's get Cowboys and Niners on the other yes. side. But anyway, I said eight, eight and a half for the Eagles. And it's seven and a half right now. Maybe I'd, made, I'd like it at eight or nine for the Giants. I'm taking the Giants, though, Schwartz. Quick picket for us here. Um. So it's at seven now. I really hope it gets to six and a half. I'll be glad to take the Eagles at six and a half. So the the thing about you're picking the Giants for what reason, by the way? I want to I want to hear your reason why you're picking the Giants to, to win or to win or cover. Just cover? Cover. Okay. What why? Like I want to hear what's your reasoning why? Because I think that they have not been. I think it's been the defense for the Gents has been a work in progress, limited by um, by playing time for the two key pieces, those two OLBs. And when you get both those guys out onto the field, plus Dexter Lawrence, they can give people a lot yeah. of trouble. And I happen to like their ability with Saquon. At, he's one of those guys, he's borderline Jenga piece to me in that. Well, Dexter Lawrence is probably the Jenga piece for those giants, but Saquon, when he's right, that's never been the issue uh, that he can be a difference maker just whether or not he's out on on the field and he plus yeah. dimes is enough to to make me think that they can give him a ball game and it's also influenced by what we just saw in wild card weekend i i i'm i'm a big advocate of if one team owns another team for the last two three years then there's no reason to think that that's not going to persist um i think in this case though and the way these games have rolled out and you look at wild card weekend and I'm kind of looking to some degree at how the Ravens did against the Bengals when the Bengals have have more or less owned the Ravens. I, I feel like um, that's going to that that's going to show up here. And believe it or I, you know, I know I'm a broken record about it. Curse of is squarely. On the Eagles, yeah. they were the clear-cut best team in the NFC, and Jalen Hurts should be the MVP to some people, or at least until he got hurt, he was he was the MVP for everybody. 
And, you know, the kid still hasn't done anything in January. So until he does color me a skeptic. So those are the reasons why um, I I don't think that Philly smokes them. I'm not saying that I think the Giants are going to be playing in the title game in a couple of weeks. I I, I think that the Giants have a a shot at hanging with them. How say you? Well, so here's here's my here's my submission of this game. So what the Giants do best is what you mentioned, right? The the defensive line. Well, what does the what do the Eagles do better than almost everyone in the NFL? Offensive line, right? Now Lane Johnson probably doesn't play, I don't think so, but that's worse against the Niners than it is against the Giants, right? Because you mentioned where the pressure comes from, mostly inside, right? And so the Eagles have the guys to, to slow that down. I just think you're if you're taking the Giants in this game, you're taking them because of the way they looked against the Vikings and also mostly is a fate of the Eagles, right? Because the Eagles are better everywhere. Like the Giants are better nowhere than the Eagles. doesn't mean they can't win the game. It's playoff football, right? It, it doesn't mean they can't keep it close. It's playoff football. Daniel Jones was great on, on Sunday against the Vikings. He was fabulous. Guys are wide open. Vikings defenders are running into each other all the time. I don't think it's going to happen for, for Philly. The health of Jalen Hurts' shoulder is a big deal, right? Is, 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 is he as healthy as he can be heading into this game? So I just think that Again, eight points, I would lean Giants. Seven, six and a half, I would lean Philly here. I think the Giants have to play almost a perfect game to sort of keep this one close, where the Eagles can probably play a little bit less than an A game and win still because they're just better overall in this game. Um, I'd even worry about, like, the Eagles' pass rush against the Giants' right side of their offensive line. Um, I think there's just a lot of advantage for the Eagles. But to your point, Jalen Hurts does not want a playoff game. The one game last year he did not look good in. and to your point, they're supposed to win this game. Unlike Kansas City, Kansas City, they've been this spot fifth, it's the fifth year in a row, right? Eagles first time doing this where they're supposed to win. And so the opportunity for them to do that now, we'll see how they play off a bye. I don't know what Sierra's record is off a bye. I, I need to look it up. Um, but uh I, I feel more comfortable with the Eagles. I think the Giants are gonna play hard. They're gonna, they're so well coached. Dale Jones has been able to avoid turnovers, like they're gonna play a quality game i think eagles just have better players and also by the way just to go back to something real quick about practical matchups and i know that uh, the eagles are the gold standard on the offensive line but you know if if it's predicated on jalen hurts uh ability to get to the edge and 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 give a defender a tough choice to make play after play after play which is why they're ultimately have felt unstoppable for long stretches in, in 2022. Dexter Lawrence feels like the guy who can just disrupt all that. When you have a guy, I think about Jeffrey Simmons on the Titans and uh, Jarrell Casey doing that and just blowing up the 14 and two Raven season in 2019 or whenever that was, if you get, if you get that interior pressure and you push the the ball carrier back by a half a yard, yes. then it ruins everything he wants to do anyway. Right. I mean, am I, is that it, too it, simplistic? No, it, it does, but the Eagles interior of their offensive line is really good. <laughs> so, um, right. I, I, I think that it's just like, the worst sort of matchup for the Giants as far as that. Like if the Giants are playing the Niners interior offensive line or the Vikings last weekend, like they just have a better matchup. This is what the Eagles do so well. And there's ways to spread out, to spread them out and try to take advantage of going tempo a little bit. Kind of get them a little tired, double teaming those guys. You could wham them, you could trap them. I mean, there's so many things you could do to try to disrupt the timing of, of their rush of their of their of their rush defense uh and the eagles have had two weeks to obviously prepare to do that so again i think if this was any other offensive line i might say hey look yeah i really favor what you know what the giants defensive line can do but similarly for the eagles they really don't have many weaknesses if lane is healthy now if lane doesn't play it's a problem but again the giants they don't they're not going to I feel much worse about that if you're playing Nick Bosa than I do the Giants defensive ends. I mean, they're good. They're getting there, mm-hmm. right? They're healthier. KT's playing better. Oh, like they're, they're better, but they're not Bosa. I'm not as concerned about that as I am about the inside guys. Lawrence, I mean, you shouldn't be that big, Dexter Lawrence, and move that well and rush the passer that well. Like he wrecked the game on Sunday against the Vikings. Like he single handedly shut down the Vikings offense mm-hmm. a lot of play, especially the final play of the game. So, He's really good. I just think you look at 
what the Eagles can do. And look, there's a size mismatch between him and Kelsey. Certainly there is. And I would imagine they're going to try to find a way to single him up on Kelsey as much as possible in pass pro. But um, I, I just have faith in what the Eagles can do up front. Um, one more thing about the Giants Vikes game I wanted to get to real quick here. I said in the moment on social media watching the game that if um now I can't think of who it was. Who was it who dropped the ball there, Spaghetti? Who was the Wait, pass? Darius pass? Slayton. Darius Slayton, sorry. Slayton drops that ball. And it did look like um that if he had caught it, he might have run for a first down and then game over. But if he comes up short, I just, you know, just looking at the the hypothetical um, and considering that because clock management is a fascinating thing for me uh, as it is for, for many football watchers, not so much for NFL head coaches, apparently based on how badly they screw it up all the time. Um, if you get, if Galladay, I mean, Galladay again, if Slayton sure. gets tackled there or goes down and doesn't get the first down and doesn't go better for the giants this is just helpful for all the head coaches out there. This is that's the only reason I'm bringing this up. Better for him to have dropped the ball because the idea that it would take the Vikings, even if you spin it down to two minutes, let's say, it's still advantage Vikings in that spot because they need seven. And so they're not, they're not any incentive for them to get into field goal range. Of course, they need seven points or six points, and then maybe they go for two there to try to win the game. For the Giants side, you want to have time left because it only takes 30 seconds or even less in today's NFL to make a couple of throws and get a 57-yard field goal at the gun to win the game. Correct or or wrong? Jeff Schwartz. Well, Slater would have scored a touchdown if he caught that ball, probably. Um, I'm just throwing, I'm asking you for a hypothetical like a, for future like a, okay. days. I'm not I'm not talking so you're about saying, the next so you're spot. Saying, I'm saying so you're right saying, now, if he doesn't get it, so you're saying a hypothetical. people always say like, People always say like, oh, no, what do you do? You're crazy. Like, no, no. <laughs> you have to now assume in today's NFL so the brilliant, so the brilliant that they're going to score and you want to leave okay. time for them to, to your your offense to get the ball back and try and get a last second field goal. Right. So in, so in your in your mind, your brilliant mind, your beautiful yes. mind in yes. the moment, you thought to yourself that it's better for the Giants to drop a game winning pass because they might have time now to go kick a game winning field goal. If the Vikings come down and tie the game on a touchdown, that that went through your mind. Did I have that correctly? I sensed no. What I sensed was Giants fans <laughs> lamenting that he didn't just catch the ball. Even yeah, because because they would have even won if the he game. went down to the ground and the clock keeps spinning. If the clock keeps spinning, but he's short of the sticks, then that's worse for the Giants than them punting it away. I yeah, but I think I think even you would have gone the first down there. There was no one within. 20 yards. I get of, it. You're missing the point. Uh, no, no, I get want the point. The you want the clock that, to stop if you're the Giants because there's more than enough time for an NFL offense to or score you just a touchdown. Catch the, or you just cast the ball and get a first down. You're missing the whole point, you bum. I'm catching all sorts of flack from people on social media, and now and now I got to deal with you. Okay, let's move on. Okay. Now, another question. Two, two yes. other questions for you about the NFC because I really want to talk to you about AFC, and we haven't even gotten there yet. Now, listen. One question is, I am a curmudgeon because I'm just leaning on 56 years of history. If the Giants somehow did knock off the Eagles, is there any way that the Niners don't go to the Super Bowl? I I, I, I am a curmudgeon about Brock yeah, I mean, Purdy. No rookie I mean, has ever done it, yeah, has ever I, taken his well, team to the Super Bowl. So now Brock Purdy's going to defy that? I mean, the Niners quarterback didn't play great and they scored 38 points. Like I, the Niners are just so talented at so many positions. There's also the Kyle Shanahan effect, right? Like there were some times that first half you're like, Ooh, what are we, what are we doing coach? Um, so I would say I mean, the, the, the Niners are going to be favored by what against the giants. If they host the giants in that game, 10, 10, yes, 10, probably 10. Um, I would, I think the Giants have a better chance to beat, the Niners and Eagles probably because I, I think the Giants with, with the the Giants rushing defense, the interior of their offensive line defensive line matches up better against the Niners than it does the Eagles. Um, the vice versa, you know, rookie quarterback. I, I just think that I'm with you on the Brock Purdy part of it, where until I see it happen on the road in Philadelphia, I don't believe it. Like until it happens, when it actually happens in a situation, um, I also I. 
Let's see Tampa Bay. So Tampa Bay and Dallas points tonight. I think Tampa Bay wins. They got Ryan hmm. Jensen. They got Ryan Jensen back at center. It's a big ad for them again. I agree. They're it's also Tom Brady. It's a cowboy. I don't trust the Cowboys at all. If they win this game, let's say they look sort of back to the Bucks. They could win in San Francisco. Just look, no, there's no, there's no surprise they can't. I just I just I just want to see like Purdy in those moments. That's what I want to see. We haven't seen that right. yet. He has not that's exactly right. I say that about powerhouse college football teams too. If you ain't been tested in a long time, that's in fact bad because all of a sudden you're you're in a tight game and you're not accustomed to being in that. It does the pressure does mount on your shoulders. The other thing uh, from PFF Sam Monson said this on Twitter. He's like nobody thinks that's a myth that some teams beat you up so bad that it's hard to play. And the Niners, the teams that played the Niners the week before have a lousy record the following week. I just want to clarify this. Teams that played the Seahawks, what, eight, 10 years ago, their physical brand of ball did beat up their foes. And the um, the game after you played the Seahawks record indicated as much. And, I, you know, Navy, with the way they ran their offense, same thing. Like you would get you had the hell beaten out of you from all their from all their chop blocks the week before. Yeah. True or false that there is some physical attrition playing some teams versus others. Agree or disagree? Is that a myth or is that reality? Um, well, the, the Navy thing is different because you're chopping their legs every play. I mean, like you're not doing that if you're. Like, I don't know, man. I, I maybe I never thought about it. It's like one of those things where I don't even really. It's one of those stats I just don't. I don't have the bandwidth to figure it out. I don't know. <laughs> you I, played offensive never, line. I would think you would know. I thought you would never, be the, the never, perfect guy to answer I the question. I never remember my career thinking to myself, I can't play next week. I got too beat up. You feel like for every game. It's just okay. like you, you feel terribly every week. It doesn't matter who you're playing. You win or lose, you feel – you. if you lose, you feel worse. So maybe you just – you lose and you feel worse after you lose the Niners and you lose again the next weekend. I don't know. I don't think it matters. Half point to Monson. That's what I'm going to get. I'm not going to give him a full point then, but sure. I, I, okay. I'm supposed uh, to right, have like some proprietary data for that, that just they have like somewhere to roll it out. Well, they have the records. I mean, they have the, the, the week after records yeah, of the teams they that they, just played. Them. But they don't have any PFF owned data though to back it up. Okay. Well, that would, that's true. Touche. All right. Let's talk AFC. And this is the game or one of the games that I really have been pining for. And here it is. I feel bad for the Bengals. Yes. I get why it happened that way. I am not uh, immune. I'm not uh, an insensitive human being, but I do feel bad for the Bengals that they have to go to Buffalo now. Why isn't this game at a neutral site? They didn't do anything wrong, right? You agree with me? It about should, this. It should be. If you're going to put the Chiefs and Bills at neutral site, you have to put this in neutral site. Thank you. Good. Yeah, people are pushing back at me like you insensitive. It's like not not being insensitive. I just think that the Bengals got the short end of the stick. The Chiefs get kissed into the number one seed. We don't know what the Bills would have done. Anyway, neither here nor there. I I do think, as uh, is no secret, Jordan, Brady, and every other uh, athlete for the last 30 years puts a chip on their shoulder, whether there is actually a reason to put one there or not. I think this is kind of good for the Bengals. They have a chip on their shoulder now. We got screwed by the NFL. And now we're going to finish what we started um, a couple of weeks ago in Cincy. We're going to go up to Buffalo and we're going to, and we're going to beat this bills team. The problem is neither team looked at its peak in the wild card round. How do you see this bungles and bills game going down? So I thought the Bengals would win the AFC heading into the postseason. Um, I thought they were playing the best of any team in the AFC. So, the issue that I that, that I have with them right now is their offensive line. They lost another offensive lineman last night. They're down three offensive linemen. And we saw last night, once the Ravens figured that out, they just sat on a bunch of routes and forced quick throws to guys that weren't as open in the Ravens' offense. Excuse me, the Bengals' offense did not move the ball as well. And when you say both teams didn't play well, and they, you're absolutely true, it's true, they both didn't play well for different reasons. So let's talk about those, right? The Bengals didn't play well. Got turnover luck and won the game, right? The Bills didn't play well, did not get turnover luck and won the game. So they won two different ways, right? The the Bills were negative one turnover differential, allowed a defensive touchdown essentially, right, to the Dolphins. 
Bengals were the other way. The Bengals were plus two, I believe, plus one, and a 14-point swing on the inexplicable Tyler Huntley dive over the top. Like, what are you doing, buddy? Just run the freaking play. You swear Never again, down. by the way, right? Does every NFL health head coach now make that a point of emphasis? Well, this should have been a, never again called. do this thing. Did, it's not did, it's not 1978 anymore. Walter did, Payton is gone. We don't do that. I I I just Trevor Lawrence, Najee Trevor Harris Lawrence. did that once, did that once with one hand going into the end zone, and he scored on that. And I decreed in the moment. Never again. I'm glad you got a touchdown, Najee. Never do that crap again. And then he fumbled and almost uh, it almost cost him the game against the Browns. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> should ever do that again, right? There's no. So, good there's this rumor that that. Be, that Belichick has told his players to never reach the ball over the pylon. Yeah. We we can't. We don't know if that's true or not. I, everyone just assumes he said that. No one has any proof he actually said that before. Um, but Trevor Lawrence ruined that because of what he did on uh, against the Chargers. Mm. That was on his You're own, right. by the way. That wasn't called. He did it by himself. So again. They 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 won in two separate bad ways. The Bills way to me feels like okay, we just don't turn the ball over as much and we we're fine. What's the the Bengals are say what we need to play better on offense? Like there's just it's the Bengals have an easier path to say okay, let's fix this and we're gonna get after it. Right? The Bengals can't fix their offensive line. They have often I've never seen a team be able to fix and really play through offensive line issues like the Bengals. If I told you, again, you're down three starters on the road in a playoff game, you'd be like, yeah, that team can't move the ball on offense. That's not matter. It doesn't matter. So we'll see how that plays out. But I think Buffalo, when playing their best ball, is better. The problem is they never play their best ball for four quarters. So I, hmm. I, I, I don't know. Allen sometimes throws terrible interceptions, does some crazy – he has one or two Josh Allen plays, still a game. You're like, what are we doing, Josh? Um uh, so I again I like the Bengals having the postseason. I thought they were the most they were playing the best football. And what they do really well is they don't make mistakes themselves. Like they don't they don't have a lot of blown coverage on defense. They don't have dumb penalties. They don't have bad turnovers. And we saw last night, right? They didn't beat themselves. The Ravens beat them, right? The Ravens beat themselves. And there's a quality to that. But really, the offensive line is a concern. And lastly, on this game, this is the game the Bills signed Von Miller for. And he's not there. I and that's agree. a big loss for them. And I said at the time when they signed Von Miller, don't even play him until the playoffs. Like there was no point in playing him at all until December because you didn't need, you did not sign him for any other time than right now. This game and possibly in Atlanta next weekend are the two reasons you signed two games and really the game after that. Three, the three games you signed him for was the Bengals, the Chiefs, and the Super Bowl. That's it. And they're going to miss him this weekend. So uh, to me, it's a last possession game. I think when Buffalo is playing their best, they will beat the Bengals, but they often don't, and the Bengals don't beat themselves. So I, I, I don't know, man. I, I like the Bengals heading in this this week. Like I said, in the postseason, I feel less excited about them because the offense line issues. It's gonna be a great game. I'm, I'm, I, we, we deserve this game. Like, is like obviously not making light of Ham, but like we deserve like to watch them play each other. I'm glad Hamlin was doing great. He, he probably was at this game. He'll probably beat this game this weekend. I would imagine. I know he wasn't there Sunday. That'd be a great sign to see him there. He's doing well. He's doing great. But I feel like as fans, like we deserve to see this game. I'm excited for it. Of course, yes, I, I agree with everything you just said there. But a couple of things, just like you said about Von Miller shouldn't play. Until December, same thing as I've been saying for now two years about Josh Allen running the ball around on design, design runs or otherwise is you cannot but, run but the franchise. But he really does. No, I know you can't run yeah. him around now. Now that's got to be the factor because you Absolutely. have this is where you cut him loose. Say, hey, 17, this is the opportunity. This is as ripe as this roster is ever going to get. This is the time to go yeah. for it. Cut it loose, 17, and and carry us literally or carry the football yeah. and carry us to a Super Bowl. That's their chance because the you you say turnover luck. Well, Josh Allen, it's not bad luck, those turnovers. As you say, he's a gunslinger no, no, old he does. school he, style, and he turns the yeah. ball over. Well, he, I mean, two of them were like hit off a guy's chest and one the you know the wide receiver didn't run the whole route. So but the turnover, the fumble, like that was and then he had one early in the game. Remember the fumble that went out of bounds on third down. Like that's just kind of him being a gunslinger. If you notice the, the running stuff is interesting. If you notice, it's like a it, during the regular season, it, it's it's a break glass. It's like things aren't right. going well. It happened Kansas City was the first game all season that they that they did that. It was like week seven. Fourth quarter, we're down in arrowhead, Josh Allen runs. Like in every game since then it's like a break glass. Like, okay, we need to play Josh Allen 
go run the ball. Happened against Miami this past weekend. He had that mm-hmm. red zone run, and they're going to do it against Cincinnati. So I'm excited to watch. Um, should be good. Um, I'm. I don't That's know a good one. I, I want. I as a Chiefs fan, I want the Chiefs to beat the Bengals. Like I need the Chiefs to beat them. Like I. I need that. Like I need to. That good to for you. Good for fan. you, fella. Having some um, balls. I I I don't want to uh, miss out on the thing. I want to beat the best. That's I exactly want the, right. I want them to beat the Bengals. Even though if they play the Bills, I probably will drive to Atlanta from Charlotte for the game. So I'm looking forward to at least that. Yeah, why that not? Would stink. I don't because I I don't want to see that. Just fill us out. I don't want some uh, an AFC title game <laughs> between. But, I mean, what what the hell? Anyway, um, yeah, I agree with you. But what? But one other thing I will say to to and. I, I buy Joe Burrow. And oh, he's, I, he's so good, man. He's so good. I mean, he, he he really is. And I'm very proud of of the analogy that I came up with last week. Okay. Um, which is that he is a superhero like his AFC high-end peers in Mahomes and Allen and Herbert. But he's Iron Man. He's just a human being, but he's but but he's got it upstairs you know they're the other ones are the hulk and thor and they have superhuman abilities but he's just yeah i I like what he's about i like you know he's he's tough to beat in the brain department i i even when i thought they're down i thought a lot of qbs in a big spot might crumble from the pressure like we're at home and we're gonna lose to this team that we've whipped already and we might lose this i thought Burrow ain't going to lose this. He's not going to crumble from the pressure inherent to these final 30 minutes, potentially, of his team season. Um, but the excuse I'll make against the Ravens, as I as I like to point out, I know that it's fun to say the standard is the standard and the next man up and all that kind of stuff and no excuses and no one cares about our excuses because of injuries. But all that being said, the Ravens' defense got healthier and that defense went healthy is scary. They can heat you up real good with the pass rush, and they yeah. finally got pretty close to what that pass rush was supposed to be like, and not coincidentally, and also on the back end too, and not coincidentally, they made things tougher on the Bungles than they yeah. did even a week prior. So I think that's how I can excuse what happened to Cincy. I, I think, like you say, Von Miller and the back end of that Bills defense, those issues ain't going away. Um, So I, I, I happen to like the Bungles here. Also, I, like I said, because I, they have I, the chip on the shoulder for having I, to I'm go to worried. Buffalo. I, I'm not worried. If they need more motivation for this game, then they shouldn't be playing it. I don't want to. T- I, I don't. Sure. I mean, that's more of a fan thing, I think, than a player thing. Um, oh, stop it. I It I, matters. Again, and why do they bring it up if it doesn't matter? Why If it doesn't matter, why it's, it's a just, fan it's thing. Just, it's, just, it's just things to say. If they okay. need more motivation to play a, a playoff game in Buffalo, I don't know what, what, what to tell them. Um, again, the I just refuse to believe being down three offensive linemen is continues to be a thing that can teams can overcome. I don't, I don't like what I just, it's just teams with good offensive lines struggle in playoff games. <laughs> like I just like it's, 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 that's a problem. It's a thing. Buffalo's defense is fourth in efficiency. It's a good defense. So um, I, I really think that, um, you know, it's just, I it, it, uh, hope they can overcome it. Fair. Very quick question. For you, because I don't want to hold you up any longer. As usual, I go way too long. I, I can't help. Never. That sounds There's like nothing you. I enjoy more than 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 talking with one Jeff Schwartz about uh, our beloved game. Um, the um, well, let's just you know what. Let's go to the to, well. You know what? Very quickly, because it's people yes. are talking about Lamar Jackson. Yes or no? With the Ravens in twenty twenty three. No. Ooh. Okay. Well, then I now I so. do have to ask, where is he going? I don't know where. I just it doesn't feel like he's going to be back. I you know I, I does he make sense with way. the Jets? Does he? I, I sure. People, I, mean, I keep Jets, seeing that Jets, one. I don't exactly see I, that. I saw Dan Orlovsky said the the Falcons this morning. Um, that would make my guess is they franchise tag him and they try to get him traded for the two first round picks. Right? Is that what it, it would cost or whatever transition tag or one first round pick? It doesn't feel like I. I think it was pretty telling. Look, I'm not here to argue about should he play or should he not play. I if he didn't feel like he can play, he can't play. Michael Vick thinks he can play. I, who, I'm not here for that discussion. But I did find it, two things interesting. Okay, one is when he tweeted out about his injury and saying I cannot play. They asked John Harbaugh about it, and he didn't say like, "Oh man, he's trying his best to play." He's like, "I'm not talking about it." Uh, 
That's a little eh, like that's right. No, like that's normally, right. Now like you're no, reading it correctly. Like as far normally, as I can normally tell, right. you say like, yeah, man, trying so hard. He's rehabbing every day. He wish he could be out there, but he just can't do it. He's like, no, I don't want to talk about it. He, he's trying to cite, he's trying to cite HIPAA laws. That's the reason why he couldn't talk about it. Like, he, he tweeted about it, A, and B, like, you talk about injuries all the time. What do you mean you can't talk about his injury? <laughs> like, you're so reading, I, as far as I can tell, you're reading it correctly. And then secondly, was J.K. Dobbins yesterday just seemed furious at the offense. Like, it just... And, and the players kept saying after the game, like, oh, if we had our quarterback there, if we had our quarterback there, if we had our quarterback there. And, like, I think there's, there's again, I'm not saying they're on any of the sides, but when the front office keeps hearing that, like, it, it just, it's going to, it's going to boil their blood. It just is, right? And he's now finished two years in a row of not being there in the final game of the season. And whether it's justified or I not. I mean, again, literally, I, by the way, it doesn't even make the trip. Yeah, can't I'm not even, even debating. Can't bother to go. Well, so, can't bother okay, so to go to the I, Queen quickly, City to watch the, the game. That's, so that's interesting. Okay, I, I didn't I even talk about that on my podcast today. I don't even know why. But um, two things on that. Um, one is that they often do not want injured guys that have you know, leg injuries on the sideline during games. So if you get hit on the sideline, you know you're going to hurt your you can hurt your knee more often. Got it. But, not on crutches like, though. But like. A, they had on crutches, and B, like you could sit up in the box, like you sure. could still be there. Like I think he should have been there. I don't know whose decision it was for him not to be there. Another sign, third sign. The kind of like this is the divorce is coming, and I don't know how it's going to get there, but it doesn't seem like that he'll be the quarterback next season. Yes, and also that assumes that wait, the QB has nothing to offer up to the backup in a big spot. Like, Hey, you might want to try, you know, better in game, what X and Owen is going on practically um, series to series. But I would think from the outside looking in that the starting QB might be able to get in Huntley's ear and say, Hey, look out for X, Y, or Z. Right. I mean, that practically speaking, doesn't that happen during games all the time? I saw something that you might want to take note of QB. Um, I, I agree. And, and it, I mean, you know, we, we saw this year, you know, I mean, Carson Wentz got benched still on the sidelines, like still then I didn't get benched, but I mean, the quarterbacks still kind of hang out, right. They're still there. Matt Ryan was still on the sideline. Um, it was surprising that he wasn't there, but again, I mean, I guess if, you know, maybe they worried about his leg getting hit on the sideline, but your, your point is not on crutches. So um, I don't, I, you also can like avoid being, near the ball on the sideline. Like if you stand away from where the play is, you're not going to get hit by anything. Um, So I don't know. It was interesting. I I feel like the divorce is coming soon. I agree. And one more thing, and I don't know if it's either here, neither here nor there, but I do always like to point it out because Harbaugh gets weird credit for Lamar Jackson. Look how he committed to him as a, as a reminder in 2018, Joe Flacco uh, gets hurt just after the the implosion begins in Baltimore. Things are not going well in 2018 for the Ravens. And Harbaugh and ownership agree this is the end. This is the end of the run. We're going to play out the string. We agree. They make public statements as far as that goes. Like, yeah, we're going to wind it down here. Harbaugh's yeah. been great. It's been a great marriage, but it's, it's coming to an end at the end of this year. Flacco gets hurt. They have no choice but to pull, put Lamar Jackson in. They get on a heater. Uh, eight runs them into the playoffs and uh, it that the whole like your fired thing goes away immediately just as yeah. a reminder it's not yeah, like yeah. not like Lamar Jackson is married to John Harbaugh and owes him everything or that that will that that sense of loyalty will win yeah. the day for from eight side of things just just a, uh, as a quick point all right now well, let's get to your favorite the, go oh, ahead. one last thing on the, on Harbaugh so you know, he was a little cantankerous with the interview with with uh, Melissa Stark during the, the game yesterday, yeah. which those interviews need to go. But I'm now at the point where I would love if they asked your question. Like, is this a must win? Like, coach, is, is this a must win? Like, can you imagine the answer from Harbaugh last night? <laughs> coach, you're down 7 nothing. Is this a must win for you guys? <laughs> like, there's such pointless interviews. Like, what are he, we doing? He here? answered me. He's he's given me his answer. I've asked that to all the QBs and all the players and all the coaches. Uh and, and <laughs> scheduling note, 
Eddie Spaghetti can confirm or deny. We're working hard to get out there for media night so I can ask that very question to to uh, the Super Bowl participants. Well, it's it's my year. favorite. Th- it's my favorite bit, man. It's Mine so too. funny. Mine too. It's oh, not a bit. Great. It's important. It, it is a must-win game, and they all know it. <laughs> John Harbaugh previously told me that the Super Bowl was a must-win game, so I assume this one would be too. Jim Harbaugh had to think about it, by the way. Jim Harbaugh, <laughs> Jim Harbaugh did this. I'm like, hey, coach, is this a must-win game? And he went like this. Yeah, it's a must-win game. <laughs> that was the that was how long the pause was. Okay. 15 catching 17 Jags paying a visit up to Arrowhead. First thing I assume, because you and I park our cars in the same garage and have um for, for years now, for whatever mystical reason, the Chargers played their very best games yes. against your Chiefs. And Correct. so you were relieved ultimately Ab- that absolutely. the Chargers chargered yes. against uh Ab- hundred percent. Yes. I was I mean that line would have three, it would have been three in Arrowhead. You think it game, would have been that low? Wow. Well, it was three earlier this year, wasn't it? In Arrowhead? Maybe, but I mean, yeah, I guess if, if they win like what 34 to 7 down in Jacksonville, they would feel like, oh my good, oh geez, they're they're really oh. good, but that's not what happened. I mean, those games are always within three points. It's a terrifying. Yeah. Like I yeah, I would, yeah, I would be, I would, yeah, not good. Not, okay, not, how about Curse is supposed to gauge that as best you can? How scared is Patrick Mahomes? Because you could say, "Well, I I don't oh, I don't no, believe I don't that think, you think no, that's no. a fan thing." But you don't no, think I, that's a fan thing? You know that the pressure on the team that is a heavy favorite is legitimate, and the yeah, Jags but, I, but I think it's, can I think it's free legit- and easy, right? But I think it's legitimate if you're the Eagles that haven't done this before. The Chiefs have been this is their fifth time in a row having this situation, and. I think I, I've said this, you know, I, I think the Chiefs have been on a mission all year, especially from Mahomes. I, I picked him to win the MVP this year because I, I thought that what happened at the end of last season was going to motivate him to to be the best person and best person, best player he could be. He's a really good person, I think, anyways, besides of that. Um, and, they, you know, they've been waiting for this moment. I, I don't think they'll be at all, um, you know, worried about supposed to win now. You know, at times Andy Reid and supposed to win games has uh, some interesting right. decisions, but that's just Andy Reid. I don't know if that's like a supposed to win, just kind of what he does at times. Um, but they're better than Jacksonville. I mean, they they should win this sure. game. Um, I think Jacksonville uh, has a lot of confidence, obviously. They play good football at times. Remember, they beat the Titans with minus one yards in the fourth quarter. Like they've had, and then they came in and had a flat, first half against the Chargers. So I think the Chiefs win this game, you know, by a touchdown, 10 points. I mean, it, it may be uncomfortable at times, but I think Kansas City is is better. The, the issue with Kansas City is that their special teams is atrocious. Like, they've muffed so many punts this year, missed kicks. I mean, that could certainly cost them in this game. Their defense is better than they've been, you know, they're 17th up in efficiency now, which is much better than they were even just a month ago. So they're playing a little bit better defensively. Yeah, but I I think they're ready for the moment. I, I don't think this idea of playing free. I mean, Andy Reid and Chiefs always have trick plays and weird shit they do all the time in playoff games. Like that's what they are. I'm not sure they're going to be worried about the sposta for them. Okay, bookmakers have finally baked in uh, the fact that the Chiefs don't play well in Arrowhead. They're, so that I, you would think. Well, they don't cover any. Distance, they don't cover any big games, no matter where they play. I know, but eight and a half felt like I was like. Oh, wow. I thought there'd be 11 or something like that. But uh, eight and a half feels to that, me like that that they finally right, get right. it. Yeah, it feels, feels right to me if you've been paying attention because they don't double digit beat many no, teams in Arrowhead. So, no, they never. And they, except in the playoffs, though, in the playoffs actually do for the most part. Um, right, right. I'm they, talking about what we've seen this season. I'm no, not, oh, I know. But even like last year, I mean, they, they, I know they beat the Bills by six in overtime. Lost the Bengals, but they've pretty much for the most part covered bigger spreads in the playoffs at home over the last uh, four years. Um, I mean, we could get into like, I think that ultimately if they had it to do over again, they would love to have James Robinson back because in January ball, I think that the the thunder and lightning, all that kind of stuff would probably suit them well going up to Arrowhead. Jackson, Jacksonville, dude, this is a free year for them, man. Like this is all, it's all gravy. This is right. all, this is all gravy. It's another, it's a, it's a playoff experience in one of the tougher places to play in all of football sure. um, against you know a, a Hall of Fame coach and a, a potential Hall of Fame quarterback and you know, the number one offense in the NFL. This is just 
this is just this is all learning experience for them. This is great for them. I mean, any 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 outcome, lose by fifty, win win the game. It's uh, to me, it's all about getting ready for you know kind of this building of a team moving forward. Sure, agree with that. Um, and the other thing that I think that people are kind of sleeping on, but maybe went away watching week 18 a little bit because you were reminded of of what a difference maker he is. I think the acquisition of Kadarius Tony. I said that Eddie Spaghetti can verify yeah. it. I think I think he is the reason. If they go to the Super Bowl, I think he's going to be a reason, a a, a big reason why. Yeah. You don't just throw that piece in there like, oh yeah, we'll add him to the mix. Like it's Kadarius Tony when he's right and yeah. engaged. Sheesh. And now you're mixing him in with the other guys. They already have the deficiency. Like, you know, you know me, I was down. And when I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. Like Orbach, I was wrong about the chiefs. I thought they were, I thought the the yeah. rest of the division was going to catch him this year, but also that's, that is replacing Tyreek Hill. I, I know not directly, but you know what I, what I'm saying? I mean, that's a difference making pass catcher for you. Well, I think the difference making is that he can do, and we've seen so far is his ability just to catch a short pass and take off. Right. Which right. is, and he's not the deep threat that, 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 that Tyreek was, but it, it gives right. you different options. Look, when the chiefs do better than everyone, what anyone else is right. Is they stretch, you stretch you sideline to sideline and then kind of vertically and then find little holes in the defense as they go and do that. They're not going to hit you, you know, MVS, if he ever catches the ball, which is 50-50, you just never know if he's going to catch the ball. He's the deep threat, obviously. So is Kelsey. Uh, but just, you know, it, and this is Mahomes' best season. Um, he's had, you know, some games he has nine, ten guys catch a pass. He's got, you know, five wide receivers, three running backs, three tight ends. I mean, it's it, it just rotates these guys in every every series, every play. And he's played good football. And this is what this, this is the reason they got rid of, of Tyreek Hill was to get him – to not rely on that player so much, to get him to not rely on, oh my God, I got to find Tyreek Hill, to get him more in a rhythm um, and to get him, okay, guys open, just throw him the ball. Seven yards is fine. It's fine. Take take, take the open guy, let him catch the ball and move it along. So um, they're doing good things. They're, they're, they're playing good football. And um, this is what they, they kind of wait for these. They lost three games this year. That was it by like 10 points. Um, they're a good football team. Um. And then last thing I wanted to ask you about with the Chiefs, because you really are weirdly a fan. Like you and Eddie Spaghetti have had your famous back and forths about, you know, you make fun of the Giants and then he gets angry, yeah. but then he makes fun of the Chiefs and then you get angry or I've said something and you get cross with me about it. You actually care about how the Chiefs do. I get cross with you because you're a weird Charger fan. It's just a weird, I'm not a Chargers a, fan. We broke sense. up. We broke up. So... Wait a second. What 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 Eddie Spaghetti? Eddie's, what never, made, he's never made fun of the Chiefs. I've never said anything about the Chiefs. Okay, well, well you got sure, I'm not sure I've made, I'm not sure I've made fun of the Giants. I think I've just yes, said the Giants. Yes, you have. I think I've said the Giants. I think I've said the Giants stink. And Eddie doesn't like that. That's what I've said. Uh, okay. Well, listen, the point is there's there's been tumult between okay, you two fair, because yes. of it. Anyhow, I, I don't want to engage in all that. I'm a man of peace. Okay. What I wanted to say is I what I think is super interesting is that we have not seen i mean i'm correct me if i'm wrong because i haven't seen every second of every chiefs game there are very few if any cutaways to mahomes wife in the box and we definitely oh, there, haven't there, seen his brother no. dancing or there's otherwise been no, there's been none anywhere of this how, how did they control that, that? i that imagine mahomes? Said, yes i imagine he's like he did it. i look i'm a i'm a i'm a user of tiktok i don't post videos on that but i i use a social media platform so that just everyone can track my data no i mean i just like it's just fun to look at they they're not on there at all there is no dancing there's no uh there's no videos this year of shenanigans in the in the box and stuff um i think they're i think they said like we're not we're not playing that we're not doing that this year anymore um so um, but yeah, you, then, is, but but just for the record, you don't think the Chiefs, you don't think Andy Reid or otherwise I, anyone on high was like, "Hey, think, Mahomes, get 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 your house in order." You think Mahomes was like, "This is starting to reflect poorly on me. The vibe is not good. Please I mean, stop doing that." Do I think the? I don't think Andy Reid would be that person to say something. I don't think that's. I, I, do, I don't think anybody pays attention to any of that. Do you think he's like, you know, someone's like, hey, look, his his wife is spraying champagne at, at people. And he's, he's not looking at that on the on the phone. Um, I the ownership doesn't probably care very much. I, I it's probably someone in maybe someone in a circle said that. Um, but um yeah, I, the thing I love about Mahomes, and of course, I you know, I hear stuff from my brother, he just seems like a just a normal human who's just really good at sports. 
Hmm. Like I see photos of him with his kids and stuff. Like just like a normal dad, just hangs out with his kids. Just a normal person who's really good at sports. Didn't seem he didn't seem like a weirdo at all. Which I mean, some of us are weird. That's fine. But he just <laughs> seems like normal. He just seems like normal. I love that you say that, and I agree that that is nice to see. But as a reminder, you're also a professional athlete. Uh, by the way, who's your brother? Uh, Jeff Schwartz's brother. That's who he is. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I met him once. Yeah, I asked him. Dude, he's just living anyways. the dream, man. He just he golfs every day. He's living the dream. Um. All right. I like. I like where your head's at. That you want. I know the Bills went in there. I want. I them, want. But I, I want like the that Bengals. you want. I want. Uh, let me tell you something. Because I, I want it. Because I want. Rarely do you get things to fit so neatly. I think the bizarre flame out in the second half in the title game against the Bungles was weird. And I think deep down, Mahomes and Reed. I think they want it from a competitive standpoint to show that that was enough. But I also think they're going to be nervous because I don't know what the hell happened there. I still think they don't know what happened in that second half. And so I look for I would love to see that to see if they have solved whatever got in their way emotionally or in X's and O's or otherwise. I think you just have to like vanquish them like they've lost three in a row. And to get to the Super Bowl, you got to go through the team you can't beat. And it would it also too, they would just shut the Bengals fans up. Like just 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 it would just shut them up. I just would it'd be very nice. I was in Cincinnati a couple you. weekends ago. Nice place. But like just be done with it. I'm over it. This this well, went I, for 20 or a normal hour. I don't know why you text me all the time. 25 minutes. Just just 20. I need 25 minutes of your day. Really he always texts me. He always say every time, 25 minutes, all I need. I you book an hour and a half. You don't have to embarrass me like that. Yeah, Cincinnati's great. You get I, I I found out watching the game on Sunday night that they have a museum for signs. Do they really? <laughs> a sign museum. It's just neon signs. And then after you after you go through that extraordinary experience, stop off. You can have some of their chili soup. What a city. <laughs> and these people, these people come at me all the time, like, you're a sad Steelers fan. Like Sad Steelers fan. What you're you root for the Bungles, man. You know Dave, where you're from. Speaking about I love soup, it. it's the best. Speaking about it's soup, the best. Cereal is not soup, Dave. We, we can we and that needs to be taken away from your your the way you think about food. It's a little embarrassing. Okay, I'm not. It's not that. That's not one that I'm gonna fight you on too hard. It was. It was. An, it was an off the cuff remark, and maybe maybe I was Thank rash you. in my you're, assessment. You're, you're growing. I appreciate it. All right, listen. Enjoy. The wild card weekend. We always enjoy yapping with you. Um, enjoy your off season. Um, go into hibernation now as soon as the playoffs are over. And uh, we'll look forward to kibitzing with you when you rise back up. But everybody track down. Jeff Schwartz is smarter than you. One of the great football podcasts. Thank you, buddy. On the big blue marble. There he goes, everybody. And now a quick break. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. All right, there you go, Spaghetti. Um, your thoughts, your reactions to Jeff, what uh, Schwartz said there. As always, just is a lot of good stuff. A uh, few things that got my, I, I do agree with him on the, the giants, the Niners thing. Uh, you know, I'm afraid of this Eagles team. I get, I'd say the only thing in the giants favor is that, uh, you know, we always talk about this. Can you beat a team three straight times? Uh, and then Jeff, he said it on, on air, but off air more. So he does think 
Nick Sirianni saying that Jalen Hurts' shoulder is injured is a real problem. Um, uh, he doesn't think it's a smoke screen. Doesn't mm-hmm. think he would say that. You know, apropos of nothing. So that is the one thing in the Giants' favor. But there's just something about you know a rookie quarterback, a less mobile quarterback than a Jalen Hurts and Brock Purdy the, that you were talking about, Dexter Lawrence and Leo Williams in the middle and and Thibodeau on the edge. Like, can they get to him? Um, you know, and uh, I, I gotta hope that Dory Jackson, who put when lined up for Justin Jefferson had a phenomenal game. Um, I believe he held him only to six catches, like 36 yards. A.J. Brown, very good receiver, not quite Justin Jefferson. So it'll be tough. Um, I agree with Jeff that you probably got to pick the other teams, but I, I do think that you know the, the not Giants got a chance with the 49ers. It could be um, a close game, but we'll see. A long ways to go. All right, we'll keep digging in on that game and all the rest of what's upcoming for you in the divisional round, the greatest weekend in sports. We'll do it on minus three when Kevin Hench joins us in a couple of days here on, on this show. Extra points with uh, with Cousin Sal and Martin Weiss. Make sure you're checking out everything on the Extra Points Network. Go over to extrapoints.com. Get in on the pick em, divisional round. Um, you can get rewarded with the gold hat and, uh, all, and, and the glory, of course. Um, not as good as any spaghetti's bucket hat though but still a nice hat to be had um muzzle tough to spaghetti jada to to both families and all the rest of it and uh we'll be back um in just a couple of days for you until then thanks so much sports fans it's been a thin slice of heaven <laughs>